Well, hello out there. I hope you all are having a great Wednesday today. And today is November 1st. Can you believe it's November 1st? Well, thank you for joining me today on the program. This is The Hair Affair with Christine. And I am your host, Christine. Bet you couldn't guess. All right. Well, I have got some fun things ahead for you today. A couple different topics we're going to cover real quick, but also I have a special guest in studio with me today, and that would be the most famous David Iverson from Cowboy State Politics. David, how are I'm you? I'm doing great, honey. How are you this morning? I'm good. Well, thanks for doing this with well, of me course. today. Well, of course. We don't get to do this very often. No, and no, we should since we have a studio at our disposal. Oh, well, I know, but you're such a busy man. Well, I, I am busy, but it just so happens you caught me on a day where it's not so much. Not so much. And that's because I took the day off from well, work. Yeah, I mean, that helps. <laughs> well, I can't do that all the time. No, please don't. No, please don't. The first thing I want to talk about with you today is one of my very loyal clients that I have in the chair. She comes to me every six weeks on a Friday at 9 a.m., and we're always coloring her hair and cutting her hair. And we've gotten to know each other pretty well. And and she, at her last appointment, was talking to me about the next day on the Saturday, she and her husband were going to go hunting. I think you might know a little bit about hunting. Well, I do know about I hunting. Know it's, about the hunting. it's the finding that's the problem. Yeah, we won't go there right now. I was really expecting an elk when you came Well, so home. was I. Well, so was I. Well, what happened? What happened is I didn't see a track. I didn't see an elk. I didn't see a deer. I did see a chipmunk, though. Can't shoot the chipmunk. They're too small of a target. And they're cute. And they're cute. They are cute. I will give you that. Well, what happened here, the story that she was telling me, and I hope that I can repeat this the way she said it to me. I was trying to get her on the show to tell us the story herself. But she has a lot going on in her life right now, and she just we couldn't seem to pull together a good time to talk about this. So I thought coming from the source would be fun, but it's coming from me instead, and then you can just give me the guy's POV. You got this. it. You got it. All right. She came in. She was getting, you know, her usual cut and color. She was talking about going hunting, like I said, the next day, and they were going to be gone for a week. Her husband was telling her that he really didn't feel like going hunting for the whole week and that he wanted to come home early so he'd still have a few days off from work before he had to go back. And my friend slash client, she was not having any of this. And she said, oh, no, we're going to stay the whole week. And they also they have a one year old. And last year they did take their newborn with them. So she goes hunting with him. him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She is her dad taught her everything she needs to know as far as changing the oil in your car, changing a tire, going hunting. She is your do-it-all kind of... Well, I like her already. I like her already. Yeah. Yeah. So, and she's definitely all about hunting. And she definitely wants to instill this with her daughter that just turned a year old. The husband kept saying that he wanted to come home early. and, And at first, it was just kind of a jokey joke kind of thing. And then it turned into something a little bit more serious and it was no longer a joke. And so she told her husband, well, you can come back home early if you want to, but I'm going to stay up there and I'm going to go for the full week and I'm going to get. Wow. Wow. And his problem was, well, you know, I don't want you to be by yourself and I don't want you to get hurt or something happen. And, you know, the typical things that husbands would, I think, 
be concerned about. But because of the way she was raised with her dad teaching her that she doesn't need a man, that she can do these things, she was just determined that she was going to stay the whole week. This came a back and forth thing. And she really thought it was just him. I don't want to say being lazy because it's not that he was being lazy, but he just, for whatever reason this year, was having a different mindset about it. And she tried to say to him, well, why is it okay for you to go by yourself? So frankly, I don't think it's a good idea to go hunting by yourself anyway. Right. And that's just kind of one of the, well, it is spoken now, but for a long time, it's always been one of those unspoken rules that you just, you just don't go hunting by yourself ever, especially in our mountains. Well, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, there was a situation with my dad a long time ago. He was up at hunting camp. He didn't have a license that year. So everybody went hunting and he stayed by the cabin and he was just going to cut some wood. Well, he ended up hitting his leg with a chainsaw, Oh! and uh, he had to drive all the way down the mountain, and first stop was at the uh, was at the emergency room, and he actually cut his, his thigh open pretty good. Yikes. And, I mean, it ended up being okay, and they got him stitched up, and interestingly enough, much to my mother's protestations, mm. he turned right back around and went to hunting camp. But, you know, it's, it's a good point that you shouldn't you shouldn't be up in the mountains by yourself. I realize people like to go hunting, and but you never know when you're going to slip on something or you know fall down or or hurt yourself. And God forbid you shoot yourself in the leg, right. something like that. So just not a good idea. Well, and that's not even just this time of year with hunting and dealing with snow and the weather, and and it doesn't matter how well you know the terrain or the area, you can still get turned around and lost. So say weather does come in, and you for whatever reason get turned around because of the weather and then you end up lost lost. i mean it happens and it happens all the time up in our mountains even with snowmobilers and sometimes we've how many stories have we heard where snowmobilers get lost and then once search and rescue finds them they've passed and last was it last year i can't remember if it was last year or not that happened but in the snowmobiler wasn't he out or missing for like 48 hours? But oh, when yeah. they found him, he was alive because he had the, the skills yep. on what yeah, to I do. Think, I think the one you're talking about, he made a snow cave underneath his snowmobile. Yep. Yep. That's and, the one. You know, but still a dangerous situation. So your friend, did she go by herself or did her husband go along with her? So this is what happened. They go hunting as planned. Basically, she got her elk and she got her elk early. So by the time all that happened and they packed out, it just so happened to be when he was wanting to come home anyways, but they were coming home with the elk that she shot. Awesome. I thought that was a pretty cool story and she was so excited. She texted me pictures while I was at work and I was like, well, you know, maybe it was getting your hair done. That's what it was. Not only did you shoot your elk, but you did it looking really good. Yeah, you looked good while you were doing it. Exactly. So, hey, any of my listeners out there, if they want to get their elk... You better come see me before you go hunting. She wanted me to share her photos. So we have to make sure that that's uploaded on my website by the time we're done here. Okay. Can do. So we'll do that. We'll have the photos of her elk and her big happy face with her great looking hair. So anyways, that rolls me right into something else that pertains mostly mainly towards men. Hopefully. Um, (laughs) So being November 1st. Most of us in the industry know that the month of November is called No Shave November. I've heard that. 
Okay. What do you know about it? Usually results in gigantically ungroomed beards. Okay. And you? Are you going to participate? Probably not. The best I could pull off would be like a no-shave mustache. Hey, we're going to talk about that too. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So just a little back history. Those of us that live in the United States know it as No Shave November, but that is not where this actually originated from. Did you know that? I figured it originated with laziness. (laughs) No. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Anyways, before No Shave November, there was Movember pertaining to the mustache and the mustache only. So are we talking like the Ron Jeremy mustache or or like handlebar mustache or? Uh, You just put a bad picture in my brain. Okay, moving on from that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Whose idea was it for you to come on today? I believe that was yours. Oh, shoot. Okay. Before No Shave November was the Mo Mo Shave. And this started in good old Aussie land. Does that make sense? Of course it does. Of course, because it were it was two friends sitting at the pub having a, what do they call it? They don't call it beer in I Australia. Don't, I don't know what they call it, but it's definitely a beer. A Foster's. Okay, we'll just say they were having a Foster's. And they were joking about men's facial hair and how the beard has not been a trend for a while, or the mustache. They kind of made a joke of it and got a few of their other friends to see who could grow the best mustache over the month of November. And this was in 2004. From that came where like the next year, there ended up being like 500 people that followed in the footsteps of doing this. And they ended up donating the money to cancer research. And then back in 2000, when was that? I think it was 2009. The No Shave November was created and it was two years after the passing of Matthew Hill. And you may not know who that is. He had uh, colorectal cancer. Okay. And he actually died or passed away in the month of November in 2007. And so the Hill family founded an official No Shave November organization in 2009. And they have since, when I was looking on the internet last night, I want to say they've raised some crazy number. It was like, 200 million or 20 million. I don't know. There was, way, just, a there was a two and lots of zeros s- since they've started this. And the goal, again, was to raise awareness um, by embracing hair, <laughs> which many cancer patients lose and letting it grow wild and free sort of idea. So they make wigs out of beards. I don't know. What do you uh, call no, What do you call no, a beard no. wig? No, why would you need a beard wig? If you can't grow a beard, you just don't have a beard. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I have no idea where this episode is going. So if somebody has cancer and they lose their hair, especially a woman, that's where the whole, you know, donating your hair for wigs and people, ladies. So men with cancer, cancer don't lose their hair? Well, no, they do. But in my experience in the industry, they just go with the baldness. Okay. All right. I'm with you. They can rock and roll with it a little bit better where sometimes, and for the woman, it's the hair is, you know, their identity. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the history on it. Now, a lot of salons, I don't know that I can ever remember anything locally, um, will actually do some sort of fundraiser to donate to this organization. 
I just thought I would throw it out there and see, you know, are there salons that do do this? And if so, how does it work for you? There's an actual, the, you can go to the actual organization and sign up to do this. And the trick is, is that you're supposed to shave on the last day of October and start fresh on the 1st of November. And then either go online and submit, hey, I'm doing this. And you send in a picture, you know, like all this other stuff. And then at the last day of the month, meaning that, yes, you do have to sit through Thanksgiving dinner with your family with this, well, however awkwardly your hair grows out, you have to wait until the last day of the month. And then you resubmit a new picture and then they there's a winner. And I'm not exactly sure what the winner gets, but if local salons are doing it, it could be something completely different. And normally what happens is the salon itself will have like a big, like say party on the last day of month and then people will vote I was thinking maybe I'll prepare a little bit better and and next year I might run my own little contest on this. And I would think that maybe you would enter. Maybe, but I can't grow a beard. It grows in patches. Well, and then that's okay. We can have a separate mustache. We could do, you could just grow out your goatee. I could grow a handlebar mustache. You, whatever you want to do. All right, we'll we'll talk later. That means you have to shave the rest of it though with, you know, since you have a goat. Yeah, I don't know about that. See, there's too many rules in this. Oh, speaking of rules. Hmm. I have the No Shave November do's and don'ts. Do you want to hear this? Absolutely. Okay. Well, this comes from Mustang News. And these are their No Shave November do's and don'ts. Here's the first one. It says, know your own strength. See, I know it. (laughs) I can't grow a beard. There we go. It says, not all of you boys are able to harvest a glorious beard forest like a lumberjack or Dumbledore on Harry Potter. Of course. Some of you are still waiting for those patchy little hair plots to take off. Me. Is that you? That's me. Okay. And even though your voices got deeper and you finally outgrew your little sister, it still may take a while to catch up to Brian Wilson for the others to fear your beard. So for those of you who need to shave once a week or less, my suggestion is to leave No Shave November to the pros and sit this one out until you're ready to play in the big leagues. I find this article kind of insulting. (laughs) Okay. Well, moving on, though. This is fun. How about do's and don'ts number two? Oh, I think I might like this one. It says, listen to your girlfriend. See, and if you were wise, you would say, Now, David, don't try to do this because you'll look terrible. And then I could listen to you. Okay. Well, let's see what they say. Okay. Listen to your girlfriend. I know the last thing you want is for your significant other to weigh you down and deny your natural born right as a man to grow a beard. But trust me, nine out of ten times it's going to happen. While many girls may be in support of the funny tradition, my suggestion is that if your girlfriend asks you to shave, you listen. Unless you'd be okay with her foregoing shaving her legs and armpits for the next 30 days until only a weed whacker could bring them back to their previous I am state. not in favor of that. I don't <laughs> support that at all. Trust me, boys. We're all for supporting your fun and games, but your girlfriend really can't deal with your facial hair. Think twice before you blow her off. Now, I have something to say about that. No Shave November is kind of a big thing has been now for a while, but I was also finding in other articles that women are actually doing this in support to help. That's hideous. Why? 
Well, it just is. I mean, it's 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 terrible. Okay. Maybe we'll talk later. I mean, I don't want to shave my legs. I don't like to I don't like to shave my face, but I do for you anyway because if I don't, I look terrible in it and you certainly wouldn't want to be seen in public with me. All right. Well, here's number 3, do's and don'ts. No mustaches. Well, see, that counts me out too. Well, you're just going to have to go with the Australian one. Yes. See, there we go. I can grow the handlebar mustache and look ridiculous. <laughs> but it's all for a good cause. Yes. Okay. So number three, no mustaches. Mus- <laughs> no mustaches. This one is simple. If you sport a mustache, most people will assume you're on your way to an unmarked white van as you pass them in public. No Shave November is for beards. And for the record, Mustache March is never okay to celebrate. It isn't. Why? <laughs> okay. So I have a question. What is the deal with all the porn star mustaches that I see around? Well, you know, I really don't know. It. It's a ridiculous trend that needs to end. Yes. I mean, there are many men that have mustaches. So how are you defining a porn star mustache versus a mustache? I have an answer. Oh, okay. The mustache is much like the beard that you just talked about. Some people are just not capable of growing a mustache that looks nice. Take, for example, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck has the stereotypical manly mustache. He looks great in it, always has since he was Magnum P.I., No one should try to eclipse Tom Selleck's mustache. And then there are people that kind of grow this like thin little thing that it looks like one little line and you you look like some pompous Frenchman. You shouldn't try to grow that mustache either because it looks ridiculous. But the ones that I'm talking about are the guys that are incapable of growing any semblance of a beard, a goatee or anything, and they have this ridiculous looking mustache that ends right at the corner of their lips. And first of all, they can't even look like Tom Selleck. Second, it's ridiculous. And third, by growing said mustache, I just assume that they have an unmarked white van somewhere around the corner. I think it's a trend that we just should stop cold in its tracks. Uh, yeah, I no, I don't disagree with you at all on that. I know, yeah, moving on. <laughs> okay. So, do's and don'ts number four. Keep it clean. And if I if they're going with this, or I think they're going with this, do I have a story? All right, so moving on. Do's and don'ts number four. Keep it clean. And if this is going where I think it's going, boy, do I have a story for you, David. No doubt. <clears throat> All righty. It says, if you are one of the big leaguers who can grow a full beard, be extra mindful of the etiquette that accompanies your newly acquired beard. Make sure half of your lunch doesn't end up caught in your beard and make sure you don't have Jack Sparrow-style dreadlocks growing from your face come November 30th. Those things are just ridiculous, and I think they're disgusting. How could you possibly keep them clean? I've always had this theory Um, because I get this question a lot from men when they're sitting in my chair and I'm cutting their hair, and they always say, well, what do you think about men having long hair? And I always say, well... I don't see any problem with it as long as they take care of it. Because you see men walking around, they have long hair, and it's just disgusting. And then you see others that walk around, and they have nice clean hair that they take care of and brush it and do something with it, right? Well, the same thing goes for beards, okay? When I first graduated school and got licensed, there the salon I was working in, there was a McDonald's across the street. 
And I'm pretty certain that the very first beer trim I ever did, this man had just had lunch at McDonald's because he, when I was combing through his beard, pretty much a cheeseburger fell out of his beard. That's gross. It was disgusting. Not only could I... So like a whole cheeseburger or just pieces? Well, not the whole cheeseburger, but disgusting pieces of it. Um, yeah, combing through it, you know, for my clippers and stuff. I There was mustard falling out, onion. There was like a little piece of cheese. Pretty sure there was a piece of sesame seed. I mean, it was disgusting and he smelled like a cheeseburger. And that was almost the end of me ever accepting doing beard trims ever again because it was it was gross so if you're going to have a beard regardless if it's for no shave november or not keep it clean and tidy and nice you got to shampoo and wash that sucker too see that's why i have a goatee there is no way that a cheeseburger is going to hide in my beard well not in yours maybe but still you need to wash it and two regardless if it's a goatee or not on some people goatees are pretty lengthy true true the food man chew I'm, if it has hair on your body, it needs to be washed, period. End of story. Got it? Got it. Okay. Do's and don'ts number five. Go big or go home. Sounds like something I always say. Go big or go home. That's, I'm just one extreme or the other. That's all there is to it. If you're going to do it, do it well. Okay, so number five, go big or go home. Lastly, if you're going to partake in No Shave November, do it right. Don't wimp out when you go home for Thanksgiving. The finish line is almost in sight because you think grandma won't approve. That is a true story right there. I can't tell you how many times I am last minute, day before Thanksgiving, doing haircuts because they're like, oh crap, grandma wants pictures. So it happens. Grandma's approval. And don't spend the month looking like you have permanent five o'clock shadow. If your facial hair grows at molasses pace, it's nothing like a little Rogaine camp fix. So stimulate the beard so that it grows faster? Apparently. I I don't know. I think if you're in a contest, that would be like against the rules, wouldn't it? I would think so. And honestly, if you have to stimulate your beard growth, perhaps you shouldn't be in the contest anyway, because you're definitely not going to win. Definitely not. Hmm. I don't know. But anyways, so that's the story that I've got for you today. And I'm just curious if anybody's going to participate. I would love to hear back from you on that. Maybe even send me your photos so I can determine if you're a beard grower or not, or if you have a porn stash or not. I don't know, but it'd be fun to see your photos anyways. Well, I think that some some guys can pull it off. I mean, they are very manly men, and they can pull off the bull, the big full beard. But uh, me personally, there's no way that I could put up with that thing. I mean, I'm constantly trimming my little goatee and trying to make sure that it looks nice and nice and sharp. So I can't imagine having a gigantic fur ball on my face. No, I don't think I could either. But I do like facial hair, so you got to keep what you have. And Another last minute thought here is I don't even know if this would really work for Wyoming because we're already more than halfway into hunting season now and most men start growing their beards for hunting season. So I don't know. Yeah, it would have to be like no shave hunting season because in Wyoming hunting season goes from, well, it depends on which area, but just using rounder numbers from the 15th of October till December 31st. So you could potentially have gigantic beards in for hunting season or no shave hunting season. Yeah, yeah, you really could. Huh. 
I don't know, but it's a thought. But so maybe that's why if you're outside of the Wyoming area, hint, hint, I want to see your pictures. Email them to me. And the only place you can find that email address is going to be at my website, which is thehairaffairwithchristine.com. Ladies, send me photos of your husband. Let's see that too. Maybe I'll get a little web page or extra little page on my website going so we can all take a look at those and have one big vote. I don't know, but let's have fun with it. No shave November, right? Sounds interesting to me. (laughs) All right. Well, David, thank you so much for joining me today. It was a lot of fun and I hope that we can do this a little bit more often since we are sharing the same studio. I agree. There's no reason why we shouldn't. Okay. Well, can I hold you to it? Sure. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it, as I appreciate all of you listeners out there. Again, you can find me at thehairaffairwithchristine.com. And today is Wednesday, so that means at the VFW, you can get a free meal if you are in need, or if you just want to go down and have a meal and donate some money to that, that would be great. The money does go towards our local veterans. And that is from 5 to 9. And that's going to be on Broadway, across the street from the Marketplace. All right, we'll talk again on Sunday. Have a great rest of your day. 